Just after 11 o'clock, it's Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc, Spruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. How can you not be happy when you hear the great big C to kick off an episode of Fantasy Frenzy? My name is Connor Halley. He is Brandon Douglas. We got Donovan, the intern, in here as well as we talk fantasy sports for the next 54 minutes or so before we hand things over to Alan Mitchell, Declan Kruger, and the lowdown with Low Tide. We will let you know what's coming up on their show from noon till 2. We've got the Jason Greger show from 2 to 6. We've got a really cool contest going on at 2.40. It's going to be a, an auction. We're going to raise some money for a great cause. And if you like the suds, you might enjoy it. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'll say for now, but uh, it's going to be very cool. But first, we've got to talk some fantasy sports for the next little while here on the show. Of course, the text line, one 401 You can also reach us via email, connor at sports1440.ca and brandon at sports1440.ca. Brandon, good morning. How's the day going so far for you? Good morning, Connor. My day is great. Uh, well, actually, you know what? It's just okay. Obviously, some sad news this morning. Uh, Toby Keith passing away at the age of 62. Uh, talked about a little bit during the Kevin Carey show that he was he was probably my first favorite artist, I think, uh, as I was a young man in the early to mid-2000s. And, uh, yeah, his a uh, lot of great songs, everything from some patriotic stuff to some stuff to play hanging around drinking at the uh, the Garno pub. I love this bar was a regular on the jukebox spinning there. And then uh, some stuff to get the party going like Red Solo Cup. Far from a master class, only going to win any awards at the Grammys for songwriting, but fun all the same and uh, really fun to play at the tailgate or at the music festival. So yeah, a sad day for the world of country music, a true legend of the game and uh, he will be missed. Absolutely. I, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of the genre but i mean i i certainly heard red solo cup at a couple house parties in my time so he will be missed uh we've got donovan the intern in here as well who did tell me he's made a few prank call phone like prank phone calls in his time on the bus on the ride home that was a conversation because we got prank phone called on saturday night and it threw me off i didn't think kids did that anymore i thought there there was better things to do but i had to give the kids their their props for actually having the prank phone call, even though it wasn't very good. Brandon, you ever do that out in Delburn? No, I don't <laughs> think so. Would it be long-distance charges to call into Edmonton or Back Calgary? The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we're, we're a 403 number. Uh, Del, all, I think basically up to Lacombe or maybe just south of Pinoca is all still 403 area code, so anything north of that, you're venturing out. And I, I'll be honest, I don't really – like, if it's still in the area code, is it – like it's still long distance to call Calgary though, right? Cause you'd still have to dial one to call yeah. a Calgary number. So yeah, when you're out in the middle of nowhere, all of a sudden anything becomes long distance pretty, <laughs> pretty quickly. But no, I, I don't recall ever doing any prank phone calling. We, we did some like pretty hood rat type stuff, uh, more so in the community, but not, uh, <laughs> not over the phone per se. Per se. Well, I mean, that was my kind of my question for people out there. Have you ever made a prank phone call? Do you still do it? The younger generation, is it still something uh, that, that people enjoy doing? Let us know. one 1440 Of course, it is game day. The Edmonton Oilers looking to make it 17 straight as they're down in Sin City taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, teams that both pretty stingy defensively. 
I believe they're both top five when it comes to goals allowed per game. The Oilers probably would be higher if it wasn't for that shaky start to the season. But nonetheless, uh, two teams that can lock it down. It'll be interesting to see how much of an impact the 10-day layoff has for the Oilers. Of course, McDavid and Drysdale got out there, got a chance to stretch the legs a little bit at the All-Star weekend. Uh, but Brandon, what are you expecting out of the Oilers, I guess, and the Vegas Golden Knights in, in the debut tonight? Because we saw two teams, sorry, two games four teams last night where I thought we might see some more uh, offensive outputs and uh, both of them, uh, the under, if you were a betting person. The under on both games, but I did, uh, I will say, a little 100% across the board on my uh, picks on last night. The oh Islanders on the money line, Rangers to win the pick em. Uh, so then I had them parlayed together in a third bet as well, so happy day for me. But no, tonight, tonight's Oilers-Vegas game, Connor, I, I talked about it a bit with Kevin and Grant this morning. Like the Oilers have a streak going back to the end of December where they've allowed two or less goals. I think that comes to an end tonight. Uh, I I expect the Oilers to win. They've got a lot to play for. Um, not only the sake of the streak, that probably matters a little bit less. But this is a team they're chasing in the standings, and uh, with games in hand, they've got room to make it up. But you also want to win those head-to-head matchups because, like, that's a four-point swing, obviously. Uh, so I think both teams will come out firing and ready. Uh, Connor and Leon, the two returning from the All-Star break, um, Vegas at home, the, all the amp uh, around Super Bowl week there should be a great environment. I know there's a lot of out-of-towners. Uh, in for the game, including people here from Edmonton, as well as, you know, maybe a little bit more national play down in the United States with uh, a lot of unfamiliar media taking in the game from T-Mobile tonight. So I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think the Oilers squeak out a win, but I'm going to say probably somewhere in the 4-3 or 5-4 range. I think it's a little sloppy early on and maybe results in a few uh, uncharacteristic goals against for each goaltender. I mean, I could see it happening. I, certainly. I mean, it, the, the rust might be there. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, we basically will be like a extended pregame show for you here on Sports 1440. I know uh, Low Tide and Declan will be talking a lot about the game. Uh, we'll head down to Vegas, talk to a lot of Oilers. Uh, an Oilers alum on the Gregor Show, so lots of uh, Oilers talk throughout the station today. Uh, Pillman texts in, hi, is your refrigerator running? Well, you better go catch it. Prank calls. To be young again, yeah, that was uh, kind of a classic one. The one we went against us or coming into us on Saturday night, they just said, your Chinese food is ready, and if you don't pick it up, we're going to ban you. But they I, wouldn't tell fun, me where fun, they were. I was like, how do I come get it then? I I just watched the episode of Seinfeld where Elaine gets blacklisted from Hop Sings. <laughs> That's pretty much what they told me was happening to us. Because she, they came to the door and she's like, this isn't my order. And then he's like, well, you're, yes, it is. She's like, I'm not paying for it. He says, you're blacklisted. And then he, she uses her communist boyfriend's name to try and order the next time. And then he gets blacklisted, which was unfortunate for him because his dad, as a communist, had meetings in Hop Sing's restaurant. It was a near and dear place to him. So there you go. There's your uh, Seinfeld <laughs> episode recap for today's show. I think we usually get at least one in over the course of these 50-odd minutes. That should be kind of a, a little bit we do, just trying to tie in one episode of Seinfeld. It's not hard. Like, it's, it's pretty easy. I say one word, and then you just go and say, there's our reference of the day, brought to you by whom, whomstever. Whomst. Whoever, yeah, wants, that, to whoever sponsor wants to sponsor it. my daily Seinfeld references, I'd be happy to to lay some some numbers out for you. Shoot him a DM on Twitter at <laughs> bdouglas1440. Uh, elsewhere tonight around the NHL, I mean, we, we probably will all be focused on the Oilers and the Vegas Golden Knights. That one gets going at 8 o'clock, so maybe you have a cup of coffee later on in the day if you're off work early. Squeeze in a quick nap. You got the Bruins heading to Boston. 
or sorry, the Flames heading to Boston. The Bruins, the Bruins they'll be there too. They will too head to Boston. <laughs> Sabres host the Stars Flyers in Florida. Penguins up against the Winnipeg Jets. Canadians in Washington. The Hurricanes take on the Canucks. Get a chance to see Lindholm. Elias. Playing for Van City. Devils up against the Avalanche. Who, did the Avs lose last night? They did. 3-2? 2-1. Uh, one, one. They, they carried a one nothing lead most of the game. Uh, tied it late on a... Artemi Panarin goal, and then uh, OT winner by our good Canadian lad, Alexi Lafreniere. Lafreniere. All I, I needed a Vinny Trocheck point was the only thing, and I would have had a little parlay cashed in. So I guess I lied. I didn't go 100%, but still a very <laughs> net positive night based on the, uh, as I always say, you want to try and make some money gambling, just bet the game straight. If you like losing money like me, mix some parlays into it because those are an easy way to flush your dollars down the toilet. Big time parlays. Love them. That's the key to success. Keep me keep me in the mix, why don't you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then in the association tonight, if you're looking to get some daily fantasy, you got the Pacers taking on the Rockets. Uh, I don't know what the big-time point producers there. I guess some guys could go off. you got the Mavs taking on the Brooklyn Nets. Luka Doncic averaging just under 35 points on the season. Heat and Magic. Grizz traveled to New York to battle the Knicks. Uh, one of those things, if John Morant was out there, you'd love to put him in your lineup, but he will not be out there. Timberwolves take on the Bulls. The Jazz up against the Canadian Shai Gilgis Alexander. 31 points, 35 and 15 on the season. You got Lou Dort. You got Chet. I, I talked about it on the Jason Greger show. Over the little break from the NHL, without 10 days of Oilers hockey, the OKC Thunder kind of became my adopted team. They are so fun to watch. They are such a good team. Uh, playing out out in the West, it would be difficult, I suppose, to to get past Denver when it all said and done. But a, a fun Even team to watch. Clippers look like a good team. I mean, we say that about the Clippers <laughs> almost every year, it seems. Who knows if they can get uh, anything figured out. But, yeah, between them, um, even the Pelicans are a, a team kind of on the, uh, the upward trend. They rolled the um, Raptors last night pretty handily. But, uh, yeah, no, the Nuggets are obviously the class of the West and the Thunder probably, I would say, in the immediate tier behind them. But I, I'm on board with that, Connor, with the Raptors obviously going through a quick retool here in a, a, a re-phase um, portion of their, their franchise. I like latching on to Thunder. Obviously, the Canadian connection with Shea and... Um, and Lou Dort. And Lou Dort, of yep. course. I always forget about Lou Dort, unfairly. He uh, looks so cool out there. He's, he's pretty, got swag. Pretty cool guy. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm in on that. I'll, I'll happily watch a few more Thunder games um, if that's something we can uh, like connect the show to. Noted, noted Thunder uh, program. I mean, we don't have Dak Prescott anymore to latch on to. Yeah, true. We we really uh, stabled our uh, or hitched our wagons to that horse, and it led us right into a river of despair and regret. Perhaps we jinxed him. Yeah, maybe. Imagine if we you did the told same him. to Brock Purdy. Lamar remained impervious until the playoffs because he was not good in that game. Go Mahomes. <laughs> is, that, is that we're trying to keep it to keep the uh the reverse uh the mush on imagine here? telling Dak Prescott you know what there's some guys up in Canada they <laughs> they host an hour-long fantasy sports show and they're taking the blame <laughs> he'd be like okay I cool. think he'd appreciate that <laughs> thanks boys really appreciate that one another game tonight if you are getting in the NBA daily fantasy the Bucks and Suns Giannis Antetokounmpo against Kevin Durant the Slim Reaper man that guy LeBron's always going to be the ageless wonder, but Kevin Durant, he's, he just keeps on going. 35 years old, just keeps on hitting buckets. Averaging 28 points this year, 
per uh, per game. Giannis at 31. I think that might be a good one where you might have two superstars uh, really going back and forth in a high-scoring game. Does he have uh, any tats in the right arm? I think that's for buckets. Strictly for buckets. <laughs> Who was, was that Swaggy P? I think so. Nick Young? There's Swaggy a good P. throwback for you. Yeah. Um, also, I just one little thing. The Toronto Raptors over the last three games are averaging 136 points per game against. So always, Defense. always take whoever's playing the Raptors. There's a superstar there. Go for it. Yeah, a good, a good over bet there. I mean, hey, you trade away your two top players, including your best defender in OG Ananobi. I would think there's probably a little uh, expected decline on the defensive side of the ball. But like we said, they're kind of in a transition. A lot of promise. Scotty Barnes, I, I love what we've seen from him. And we'll see if they make any more moves before the deadline, I guess. one 833 Any uh, comments, questions you might have? Lundy says, just watch the episode of Seinfeld where Jerry and George steal a limo by unintentionally impersonating the leader of the Aryan Brotherhood. Probably. All like That's right up there with my favorite episode of all time. And he's like, re- he's like we got your script. We got your, uh, we got your, <laughs> your speech you're prepared for. Do you want to look it over? Yeah. And he goes on like, it's just this rant about, you know, the Zionist government and spreading drugs in the neighborhoods. And, and then Jerry's just like, you're not going to open with that, are you? And <laughs> like that. Yes. Th- thank you, Lundy. That's an all timer. The limo is what that episode is titled. Uh, Northeast Mike on just on the topic of prank calls. He used to use the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard. I think that was E-Bombs World. I don't know if that's probably before both your guys' time, but uh, they had some really good soundboards that you could just click like the uh, the quote and you would play it. It was it was very fantastic actually. That's a good throwback. Mike and Ear Candy says Chiefs by 13 because that's what Taylor wants. But Brock Purdy wears number 13. Hmm. So is that what Taylor wants? Imagine. What's the relation to 13? It's just like her favorite number. She's got like, there. I've seen the video and she just like has this like two minute soliloquy about how every time the number 13 means something to her. So that's her, that's her thing. I don't know. Hmm. Imagine the feeling Travis Kelsey would have if he loses this game and Taylor Swift leaves him to be with Brock Purdy. No, Brock Purdy's like happily engaged, is he not? I think so. I don't know about it. Maybe <laughs> engaged, probably a good Midwestern boy. Get uh, get your your significant other locked up nice and early. But yeah, she I think she's from Iowa, where obviously he went to school and a nice family farm operation back there. That's how he spent his bye week. Yeah, running the combine through some corn. Thirteen. Who wears thirteen on the Chiefs? Do they have any uh, Herdman? Kadarius Tony. No, he's got. He's nineteen. Uh, does Michael Hardman wear thirteen? Kadarius Tony, number nineteen, such a great number in sports, and he's just tarnishing it. But he will play, apparently. Well, I hope so. Nazi Johnson, there we go. Donovan's learning. As soon uh, as there's a question like this, he's right on it to get our. He's our new crack research team. Previously held by nobody, he'll be Stat Boy. Hardman, I think. Oh, he was he seventeen before? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't know. We don't need to talk about T-Swift. She's going to pop up enough in the rest of your guys' lives. Uh, Shout out to her for winning a Grammy or whatever she did. If Travis Kelsey wins the Super Bowl, that would be the ultimate power couple for the week. We'll take a break. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Zach Lang of Oilers Nation and DFO Fantasy. Talk a little bit about what's going on in the NHL tonight, some matchups he like, and we'll get his thoughts on the Oilers as well, probably the Super Bowl, maybe even the Association. 
and we'll probably ask him what his Chicago Bears are going to do because when he comes on once every two weeks, we have to get his update on what does he think the Chicago Bears should do with Justin Fields and the upcoming first overall pick. You're listening to Fantasy Frenzy, Hallie Douglas Donovan on Sports 1440 brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. 1120, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Hallie, Brandon Douglas, Donovan, the intern with you today. The show, as always, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Alberta's best beef jerky. Check them out online at Wilhawk Beef Jerky or swing by one of their three locations, Leduc, Spruce Grove, and right here in West Edmonton Mall. Man, the more I walk around West Edmonton Mall, the more I see. You can get your hair cut. You can join a gym. You can buy new shoes. You Get can some eat. new sneakers. You can eat. You can do a lot of great things here in the mall. You can walk past our studio and wave. And then, best of all, you can get some Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Amen. The best. The best beef jerky in the world. They say uh, Alberta. Alberta, but we take it a I'll step expand further. it. I'm, I'm willing to go out on that limb. Yeah. I'll say it. You I'm scared. They, they don't have to endorse us saying this, but we're saying it. I've had it. I've been having it. Sausage too. Pepperoni, the jalapeno. Mm. It's not too spicy for me, so <laughs> if you're soft like me and you can eat the jalapeno, it's pretty good. Uh, right now, we are going to get to our Fantasy Wizard brought to you by the Canadian Brew House. Of course, sign up for the app. Get your free garlic fingers when you go to any Canadian Brew House location. And uh, make sure you check it out for the Super Bowl this weekend. Obviously, going to be some great prizes, daily specials, Chiefs taking on the Niners. going to be a whole lot of fun. So make sure you head down to the Canadian Brew House for the Super Bowl. I know there's one near you. Wherever you're listening, there is one near you. We bring in Zach Lang of Oilers Nation and DFO Fantasy. Zach, good morning. How are you doing today? Gentlemen, I'm doing good, thank you. I'm doing good. Just getting ready for a big slate of hockey tonight. Uh, what, what's it like? I mean, the, the Oilers Nation people we know put out a ton of content uh, across all the social media platforms, podcasts, etc. I mean, you guys just must have been going crazy waiting for this one to drop tonight. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's been uh, a bit anxiety-inducing, I will say, because, you know, we're looking at 17 in a row here for the Oilers, right? So, um, it's been exciting to kind of get to this point, but I think now it's kind of like, okay, let's get this game going. Let's see what happens here and uh, figure out if we're, we're going for 18 or not. About eight and a half hours, give or take, till puck drop. So a long ways to go still. Uh, Sports 1440 is going to basically have pregame coverage running up to it. And then Oilers Nation, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, you can actually watch pregaming with Boardsy. That'll get going at 7 o'clock on their YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, like I just said. Uh, Zach, just looking at this one tonight from a fantasy perspective, uh, two stingy teams here. The Oilers have allowed on the season... And the number would obviously be lower if you took out the first little stretch of the season. But uh, 2.76 goals per game. The Golden Knights, 2.74. That is a top 10 when it comes to goals against per game. Uh, Coming off a a 10-day layover for the Edmonton Oilers, what are we expecting here? Is this going to be a game where you might want to throw some money down on the Oilers and Golden Knights' top scores? Yeah, I think so for sure. I mean, I'm expecting this to be a really solid game from both sides. I mean, we've seen in the past, you know, the Vegas Golden Knights continue to play the Edmonton Oilers hard. We all know what happens or what happened last year in the playoffs. But I think for this Edmonton Oilers team, you know, they're riding a this riding high off of a perfect January. They went 11, uh, 11 and 0 during that stretch of time. And the truth of the matter is, is that Vegas has kind of had the the wind fall out of their sails a little bit. Seven five and one. 
since uh, January 1st, which isn't a terrible record, but considering where this team was at the start of the season, uh, they've definitely started to kind of drop off a little bit. And over that stretch of time, too, you know, their underlying numbers aren't all that great. They're 46% shot attempt share, 47% expected goal share. They're still managed to outscore their opposition, mind you, uh, but that's in thanks to some great goaltending from Aiden Hill that's helping to kind of carry them along right now. So uh, it's going to be a really interesting one tonight, but uh, I mean, I, I think as, as I do most nights, I, I really like the other's chances here. Now, if you were to, let's say, call, let's call it a pie chart, and you're looking at the Edmonton Oilers and the key to their defensive success, how much of it would be the play of Stuart Skinner and um, Cal Pickard, and how much of it would you put on the team in front of him? I think it's a little bit of everything, right? I mean, we've seen the way that this Oilers team defensively has played so much better in the the Chris Knobloch, Paul Coffey era, and I think that's been a, a big reason for it, especially when you look at earlier this season, one of the biggest issues for the Oilers was defending off of the rush. They seemed lost. Uh, they consistently were missing marks and missing guys, uh, you know, coming across their own uh, their own blue line there. So uh, I think that, for me, is one of the biggest things that we've seen is, is kind of the play of the defenseman. I mean, obviously, it goes without saying that you need to have good goaltending, but you know, what helps good goaltending is good defensive play from your forwards and from your defensemen and for this Oilers team. They've been getting that in bunches for the last uh, last while here. Joined by Zach Lang here on Fantasy Frenzy, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, and Donovan, the intern with you here. one 833 if you've got any questions for Zach. Uh, looking around the league here, Zach, any any games you're liking here when it comes to daily fan- face-off or daily fantasy, sorry, uh, matchups you can take advantage of? Yeah, I think there's a lot of matchups on this slate. I think when you get, you know, eight games like this and 16 teams playing, you can always find some spots that maybe jump out above the rest a little bit. One spot that's kind of catching my eye is the, the Colorado Avalanche's top line of Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, and Jonathan Druin tonight. I think this is a trio that um, has been absolutely dominant this season. We're seeing Jonathan Druin start to kind of find his game offensively. Uh, producing a little bit of points now up on that top line alongside those big guns. Uh, the problem is, is if you're playing on DraftKings, that this is a trio that's uh, very, very expensive. Uh, they have the highest salary, or the second highest salary, rather, of any line on the slate next to Edmonton's first line. Um, so you have to find some ways to kind of get different and, and spend down a little bit. And a spot that you can kind of do that to help is looking at the Washington Capitals, taking on the Montreal Canadiens tonight. Um, Montreal is a team that struggled defensively. And while, you know, Washington may not be the offensive powerhouse that they once were, you know, they still they still can play and they still have some guys that can score. Their top line of Dylan Strom, Tom Wilson, and Alex Ovechkin is a, a trio that I got my eyes on tonight as well. Zach Lang from Oilers Nation and the entire Nation Network, as well as a Daily Faceoff Fantasy. Joining us here on Fantasy Frenzy, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you. Uh, Zach, you mentioned the uh, the Avalanche's top line there, and uh, I watched that game against the Rangers last night, and they kind of had their way with a really good New York team basically every time they were on the ice. Um, with the addition of Zach Parisi down the lineup, and maybe thinking a little more season-long fantasy, uh, with the uh, Val Nikushkin uh, going to the player assistance program, Gabe Landeskog still not looking like he's going to be back anytime in the immediate future. Do you see any upside for a guy like Parisi who uh, you know has been pretty reliable uh, even in the later years of his career when he was with the Islanders? Uh, any any expectations for him slotting in uh, into the middle of the lineup with the Avalanche? I don't have a ton of expectations, no. I think, you know, he he's a guy who you might be looking to target in some really deep leagues. I mean, I don't think he's necessarily been fantasy relevant for a number of years, maybe dating back to the 2018-19 season. 
put up 61 points in 74 games with the Minnesota Wild that year. Uh, but for me, you know, if, if you're in a real deep league, you know, 16, 18, 20 team league, then yeah, I'd absolutely be picking them up because, um, you know, the options at that point in, in on the waiver wire are, are pretty slim pickings. So, you know, you've got an opportunity here where you might be able to get a guy who can chip in a couple of points here and there for you. Uh, maybe get a little bit of shot volume for you, for you as well, which could always help in those leagues. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be expecting the moon here from, uh, from Parise. Uh, and then looking uh, over to our uh, division rivals of the Oilers to the West, the Canucks are in Carolina tonight. Uh, Elias Lindholm, uh, I believe, expected to make his debut. What do you think of him slotting into this uh, Canucks lineup that has had really no problem scoring goals and they've getting contributions from the back end, uh, up front, their superstars, you name it, resurgences from the likes of Brock Besser. Uh, do you see Lindholm uh, kind of maybe turning his season around as what's been a, a pretty disappointing year for him uh, when he was with the Flames still? Yeah, I think if you're you're an owner of Elias Lindholm, you're you're pretty happy with where he got traded to. As you mentioned, you know Vancouver's been scoring at will, and they've been doing so pretty much all season long. Um, you know, for me, I continue to kind of wait for the wheels to fall off here a little bit for as much success as the Canucks have had. Um, you know, there's going to come a point in time here during this season where they're going to have a bad stretch of games, and you know teams are going to be looking to close it on them in the top spot in the Pacific, namely the Oilers, who I think do have a legitimate shot at taking down the division this season. You know, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens with Lindholm because he seemed to always be a guy who has the most success when he's playing alongside other high-skilled players like Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. And I wouldn't say that he's been fantasy irrelevant since then, but his relevancy and his strength as a fantasy player has certainly taken a hit over time. Now, does that get boosted playing alongside a guy like Elias Pettersson, who's been having a, a tremendous year, and he gets some time on the top power play unit. It's looking like JT Miller, Brock Besser, and Quinn Hughes there as well. You know, this could be a great time to resurge, a great little resurgence time here for Elias Lindholm. Zach Lane joining us here on uh, Fantasy Frenzy on Sports 1440 with uh, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, Donovan, the intern. The flip side of that trade, uh, Andre Kuzmenko, uh, the immediate name to slide into Calgary's lineup as they take on the Bruins tonight. Um, he, he's automatically looking like he's going to slide into the top power play unit. So if we're looking at the kind of replacement value uh, with the Flames, are you liking Kuzmenko as an ad, or do you think maybe one of the younger players like uh, Pospisil or Zary uh, with a little more uh, ice time and opportunity is maybe the smarter play down the home stretch for a Flames team that's uh, kind of stuck in no man's land right now? Yeah, they absolutely are. I really like what we've seen from Connor Zari and, and Martin Postasil this season. Now, they may not be producing, you know, the big numbers or anything like that, but their peripherals have been really solid this season, and they're driving play alongside Nazem Kadri, and I think that's a big thing for that Flames team that they've really kind of struggled to do this year. You know, when it comes to Andre Kuzmenko, this is obviously a guy who is talented and a guy who's proven, uh, at least for one season, that he could score goals in the NHL. You know, he had 39 goals last year, shooting a you know an outrageous 27.3%. And we've really seen the kind of come to earth this year for Kuzmenko. You know, he's only got eight goals and 21 points in 43 games this year. And I almost wonder if, you know, he was a guy who just needed a change of scenery. Things didn't seem to be, you know, working out too well out there in Vancouver for him, uh, especially this season after he signed that massive deal, uh, or not massive deal, but, a, you know, a multi-year extension last season. It's going to be interesting to see what happens and what the Flames do because this could be an opportunity for them to uh, do the old pump and dump where, you know, get Kuzmenko on the top line, get him on the top power play unit, uh, you know, let him score some goals and then see if you can find some value for him uh, at the deadline. So I think he's going to be a player who's hungry. So, uh, again, if you got Kuzmenko on your team, you're, you're probably holding on to him right now. 
Last one for you is we're joined by Zach Lang here. Last one for me anyway. I won't speak for uh, Connor Halley. I'm Brandon Douglas uh, here on Dra- uh, Fantasy Frenzy on Sports 1440. Back to where we started, Zach, uh, with the Oilers in Vegas tonight. Uh, Stuart Skinner has been uh, about as automatic as it comes here over this uh, great stretch by the Oilers. His price on DraftKings today, really, really surprising, uh, kind of down in the middle of the pack at about 7500 with the potential for a bit of a sloppy start, a little rust uh, knocking off the boots for both teams after the break. Do you still like Skinner as a play at that price tonight, or are you maybe looking elsewhere to, to uh, put the goaltender in your lineup? Yeah, I actually really like Stuart Skinner. He's popping as one of my top value plays on the slate tonight in net. That price at 7500 uh, considering what the Oilers have been able to do with him in the crease for the last little while here, is an absolutely great value play, and I think a great option for you on the slate tonight or anybody playing uh, DraftKings tonight. I think he's a guy who we've seen really step his game up this season, and over the last you know, month, month and a half here, he's been arguably the best or maybe the second best goaltender in the league, uh, you know, next to a guy like Connor Hellebuck, who's doing some incredible things out there in Winnipeg. So, yeah, it's a great opportunity there with Skinner to, to maybe get some cost savings as well and, and uh, allow you to pay up for some of the, the big name players like the Nico Ratnins and the Connor McDavid's and the Nathan McKinnons tonight. Zach, just a couple more for you. We'll go away from the NHL. I know you follow all the other sports, so I got to ask you, uh, first things first, prop bets at the Super Bowl. Are you a fan, and are there any that stand out to you this year? Oh, yeah. I, I love I love the Super Bowl. I love betting on the Super Bowl. It's one of my favorite things to do every year. I'm not much of a, a straight-up gambler. I, I prefer more to lean into the, da- uh, the, the daily fantasy side of things, rather. Uh, but this is a game that you kind of can't ignore. And one thing that I've kind of been looking at and contemplating throwing a little parlay on is um, Patrick Mahomes to throw over one-and-a-half interceptions or sorry, one and a half touchdowns, rather, not interceptions. I'm just trying to pull it up here really quickly. Uh, and to uh, Travis Kelsey to get a receiving touchdown as well. So you can kind of get a little bit of a, a parlay builder right there, so to speak. Um, I think there's some great value on that one right there. I think this is going to be a great game. Uh, I think it's going to be difficult for, for the 49ers to kind of win this one because you look at all the momentum here, and it's right in the favor of the Chiefs, who really kind of turned their season around. But again, I, you know, Kyle Shanahan is a tremendous head coach in his own right, too. So uh, I think either way, this is going to be a, a great game for, uh, for Sunday afternoon. Now, what color of Gatorade will be poured on the victorious head coach? Oh, that's the million-dollar question. I'm a blue Gatorade guy, so that's where I kind of keep leaning back to all the time is, is going with a blue Gatorade. But uh, you know what? Orange is not a bad option as well right there. Uh, maybe some red. Both teams are the – you know, they do have a red color uh, uh, in their uniforms and stuff. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens with that one. And it's, uh, it's always a fun one to throw a few bucks on. Now, are you still keep Justin Fields? Is that the team you're on? Yeah, I'm still keep I'm still team keep Justin Fields. Like again, I'm not going to be upset either way with whatever happens here. But I, I think it's really interesting to see the Washington Commanders hiring Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, you know, he's got a great connection to Caleb Williams, getting back to their days at USC right there. Um, and I think this is a guy who you know might want to bring a familiar familiar face with them at the quarterback position. And obviously, the Commanders have the second spot in the draft. You know, if they look to trade uh, trade up a single spot there to jump everybody else and get themselves Caleb Williams. I'm not going to argue with that. I think, you know, I think it might be a little bit closer in terms of the, the prospects at the top of the board. We're starting to hear more about Drake May and Jaden Daniels maybe, be close, be, maybe being closer to Caleb Williams uh, than previously thought to be. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens there too. Like I'm, uh, 
I'm anxiously waiting for the draft. Like, it honestly cannot come soon enough for me right now because I just kind of want to know who my quarterback's going to be next year. You know what I mean? I totally understand that. I mean, that's my favorite storyline of the offseason by far. We're not even at the Super Bowl yet, and I'm looking ahead to the, the Justin Fields Sega in Chicago. Zach, thanks so much for doing this today. Appreciate it as always, and I'm sure we'll chat with you soon. Sounds great. Thanks for having me, guys. There you go. That is Zach Lang, Oilers Nation, Daily Faceoff Fantasy. New article should be coming out soon. And, of course, give him a follow on Twitter slash X at ZJ Lang. One thing I always thought if I was a head coach, the last thing I said I would say before going out there for the Super Bowl Hey, boys, when we win, make it water you pour on me. Self-serving because I don't want to be sticky. Sticky, yeah. You know, as a guy who's drank his fair amount of Sambuca in the past and likes maple syrup, I don't like to be sticky. And also, it conveys the message that you're confident that we're going to win. Tell me I'm wrong. (laughs) Okay, so those are your final words. Boys, when we win... Make it water. Make it water, baby, and then walk out. My final words would be the same uh, speech I gave to my uh, Bantam hockey team when I was the team captain in whatever year that was. As our coach looked, he was like, any last words, Brandon? And I said, let's just uh, give it our all out there. (laughs) Those would be my final words as head coach as uh, you trot out the tunnel (laughs) for the Super Bowl. Thanks, coach. Yeah. (sighs) I mean, like, I like to think that at that point, We've got to the Super Bowl. I've already inspired them so much. I've already done so well as a head coach that they're what, – what's left to say? Like, it's the Super Bowl. If you need a little extra motivation for that, I mean, check your pulse. Like, what are we what are we talking about? But I like yours. That makes Can sense. I? The sticky thing is big for me because, oh. like, you're doing all your post-game pressers and stuff after that. Like, you're probably going to be, like, unable to change for hours. Yeah. Right? A, you're wet. B, you're sticky. I'd rather just be wet. You got confetti and like s- grass sticking to you. Sticky, gross men. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Lots of hugs. You got their paws. Every, everything's just sticking to you. It's going to be gross. Make it That's, water, boys. Make it water, boys. <laughs> make it yeah, water. I think that that would be it. Feel free to use it, Andy. You want Bobby Boucher out there, uh, out there yeah. with your team. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get back in the inbox. We've got Pillman, JC, Glazer, much more. And we'll let you know what's coming up on the lowdown with Low Tide. Once again, big thank you to Zach Lang, presented by the Canadian Brew House. Their house is your house for the Super Bowl. Head down to any location Niners and Chiefs Sunday. You want to get there early, get a few drinks in, some cake before kickoff, any location around town. Up next, more of your text. At the inbox, Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, and Donovan Paulson with you. It is Fantasy Frenzy brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Turkey. 1144, it is Fantasy Frenzy here on Sports 1440. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas, Donovan, the intern with you here on this Tuesday morning. The show, as always, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky, home of Alberta's best beef jerky. But we like to take it a step further. The world's best beef jerky. Check them out online at wilhawkbeefjerky.com. Coming up today... On the lowdown with low tide. Declan, just leaving us in the the lurch. lurch. <laughs> That's the expression. Le- the lurch. Left in the lurch. But I know Alan Mitchell, a.k.a. Low Tide, actually tweeted out today what's coming up on the program. But that guy tweets a lot. So as I scroll <laughs> down here. What was he tweeting about last night? I am, Or was that the, this morning? I Am Legend, the movie great movie it is a great movie and i think low tide expressed the sentiment that a lot of people carry where they're like why couldn't the dog just have lived 
Because that's what makes the movie. So emotionally tugging. Yeah, it's it's all he had, and then it's gone. Great soundtrack. Speaking of tugging, has anyone been on Twitter today and seen that Drake's trending? (laughs) For what? (laughs) I'll leave that up to the uh, individual listener. It's not very radio appropriate. Oh, actually? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now I got... Do I want to go look that up? Mm, Depends if you're comfortable being emasculated. Live reaction. (laughs) Connor looks at Drake and... (laughs) Tugging or whatever you just said. Anyways, on the Lowdown Flow Tie today, uh, Scott Wheeler will be by. That's at 1220, uh, number 25 in the 2024 prospect rankings, the Edmonton Oilers. That's okay because you got your eyes set on the cup. You don't have to be high in the prospect rankings. We'll also have Daniel Nugent Bowman from The Athletic. My guess is he's in Vegas. Live from Vegas. Live from Him, Vegas. DVD, spec, they're all down there. Everyone's down there. It's a good old time. We're holding it down here. Supporting local, staying in town. And uh, then after that, we got the Jason Greger show. Uh, that will be going from 2 to 6. We've got Dan Duva. He is the voice of the Vegas Golden Knights. That'll be at 2.20. We've got uh, Hans Dove of Lineman Brewing. There's your little teaser for what's coming up at 2.40. We've got a really good initiative coming up. Uh, Sean Brown will be by from 3 to 5, co-hosting. Always a good time with Brownie. We've got Jason Strudwick at 3.20. Marty McSorley will join us at 4 o'clock. We moved Struddy around because we were told Marty can talk. So it's going to be a lot of fun hearing from the former Oiler, longtime NHLer. Uh, five questions, as always, Mark Spector and Derek Van Deest. Both those guys joining us live from Sin City. Hopefully they reined it in last night, went to bed at 8 o'clock, had a water in Nadville, and woke up fresh today. Speck was not late for his hit this morning at 8 o'clock Pacific time. So On cam? Oh, yeah. How do from- you look? Looked as good as ever. If you had you had one night in Vegas, let's just say one because I once asked like an off day for spec and I got like humbled in the yeah. End of the journalism. I think I, that's when you were co-host over Greg's yeah. over the Christmas break or something. And Specs like, listen, Connor, <laughs> this is how it is in the biz. Yeah, no days off. You, you got uh, well actually. Well, and I would have well actually him. I've heard some stories, <laughs> but what I've been told, they have some time off. But you have one night in Vegas. What are you doing? And keep in mind, you have to be up the next day to work. I, I think I'd probably go see a show. Yeah. Like, I, I love the Cirque du Soleil, the, the acrobat. Like, it is genuinely mesmerizing. It, 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 they're, I get, they're freaks, and I, and I mean that in the best possible way. I get way. in a trance. Like, I've only seen it once, and I might have been under the influence a little bit too, but it was, it, I, I took my breath away. I could not look away. So I would probably go see something like that again. It was incredible. I like that. I like that. There's other things you can do in Vegas that will um, influence you. Maybe I'd go back to the aquarium. The aquarium. Yeah, you take things that might influence you in a different way that don't lead to hangovers, and you can have a good night in Vegas. Big time. Top golf, maybe. Go swing the sticks. Yeah, I didn't get to that last time we were there. We went and rode the roller coaster instead. That's fun, too. We were uh, a little too uh, sheets to the wind. I, we thought golfing from elevated surface might not be safe at that point of the but day. You went on the coaster. Well, yeah, they strap you in. Oh, I would be vomiting. Everywhere. I Here's the thing about my trip to the roller coaster in Las Vegas. We went, there was three of us, two, me and two of my good friends, and we line it up, we're lining up, and they like count you out, right? As you're like in line, then you go into like the platform basically, but they counted wrong, and all of a sudden... My two friends noticed this before me. They jump into a car together, and I am left 
standing there on the platform as the road. Like there was no more seats left for me. So I had to wait for the next one. I rode it with like some stranger. It was like a kid too, but he was having a blast. So that made it kind of fun. You know, you, you cheer, you put your hands up as you're doing the loops and stuff. But yeah, I had to ride it basically by myself. And then there's my two friends just waiting for me at the exit platform because they'd got on one time earlier, which also <laughs> happened when we were during like this. It was after the aquarium it was like a polar exhibit thing where it's like a, almost VR. You sit in the chair and like look up into the sphere, or not the sphere, but a sphere, like roof. TV screen thing. It's like taking you through. <laughs> Same thing happened there. They miscounted. I had to sit on the floor instead of in a chair watching that. So <laughs> it was weird. Floor works. Here, here's the, the, the real issue was, so there was an individual in front of us in line that was in a wheelchair taking mm-hmm. it in. And I think when they're counting it, they're like, oh, that person will just stay in their wheelchair. But they didn't. They kind of got their person with them to help them shift over into one of the designated chairs. But the people counting didn't know that, so I was the last one in, and here I am with nowhere to sit. Thought about sitting in the guy's wheelchair just to make it you know, part of the experience, but I was like, that probably would not go over well, so I just sat on the floor. Well, It was weird, you and paint, I don't think I got the full experience you, of the show. You paint this picture like you had such a wholesome, innocent time. Oh, we went to the, the aquarium and then a, a Arctic exhibit and a roller coaster, but I know you were on substances. And it was fun. And it, it was a good time. Uh, we better get to some of these texts here. But one night in Vegas, what would you do if you were spec? <laughs> if you were uh, spec. Pillman says, wouldn't you get a champagne bath after? That's talking about the Gatorade. Yeah, that's a good point. That's Pillman. also sticky. But yeah, so the stickiness is going to be surrounding you no matter what. I suppose I just want to delay it for as long as possible. Because you can do your interviews and stuff on the field, get the trophy, and then you get into the room, and that's where the champagne shower starts. You don't want to get sticky too quickly. No. Hold off. Delay. But there's a time and place for stickiness. Withhold. And that's in the room with the boys. <laughs> Montana DeRice <laughs> says, Shannon seemed buzzed at media. Niners by a million. Media night. Yeah, they, they were certainly relaxed. Alan says, keep up the good work, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, Tiger said, I thought you were talking about the drink. Love? The Drake. The Drake Seinfeld. Drake. I don't know, Tiger. I, I can't really make sense of this one. I obviously get the Drake reference and maybe yeah, me too. talking about there's been a lot of Drake talk this week uh, after Kevin Speck and I went to the G-Bears game over the weekend, but I don't really know how that fits in right now or the love thing and the drink love. I'm confused. Well, let's move on. J.C. Glazer says there's zero chance the Bears keep fields and don't draft Williams. The cap flexibility alone is worth drafting Williams. I'm with you, J.C. That's, I am too. That was my point from the beginning. Like you get, you reset the the rookie quarterback clock five years. Yeah, you. I think that Caleb Williams will match the level of Justin Fields quicker or sooner than later, and uh, then you trade fields for whatever it might be a uh, player a pick and you add there and yeah you just keep and that then i would say going. you pray or maybe even think about trading up from your second first rounder which is at nine is that right could be fact check something somewhere close to that um to get one of the two top tackles yeah um out of the joe, da- alt. Uh, joe alt out of dame or the uh, guy with the hard name out of penn state uh number nine for the bears that's where they pick Number nine. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so you might be able so to get a tackle. You might be able to get one of the tackles there between the run on quarterbacks, um, Marvin Harrison, um, the um, – Brock Bowers. Na- neighbors, Bowers. Like, there, there's a chance one of those two tackles could fall you at, at eight or nine, pardon me. Um, but if not, I would I would definitely contemplate trading up 
because uh, you've got a lot of draft capital. Like, tra- trade up and get the guy you want there. Because if you, what's the point of drafting Williams? We saw it with the Colts. If he's just going to get the living uh, snot beat out of him uh, for his rookie season and maybe beyond. You know, you look at Chicago, number one, that's quarterback. Washington, quarterback. New England, quarterback. Arizona, I think Marvin Harrison. Chargers, probably go neighbors, Rome, the receiver out of Washington, or Bowers. Giants, I don't know, they might go tackle. They've gone offensive line quite a bit as of late in the last three, four years. Tennessee, Atlanta, maybe go offensive line. And then you're at Chicago. So, yeah, you might want to trade up, maybe depending on how the draft is going and what it might cost you. But, yeah, I think the Chicago Bears are such a fascinating team to watch over the upcoming offseason and and we'll see what happens as it rolls on here Uh, another text coming in had to be voice to text is that what uh yeah tiger (laughs) says he he sends all his texts by australian siri (laughs) and sometimes she's bad and frightfully trying but i do love her (laughs) i do want to maybe give that a go one time what is australian so do you have to speak to her in an australian accent for her to understand it I don't know. I I hate my new Siri because I say, hey, Siri, and then I proceed to say, set a timer for, and then Siri goes, huh? How can I help you with? No, it doesn't do that. It just goes, huh? Huh? Wow, Siri's not very polite. Try no. the British Siri instead. Listen, hey, Siri. Hmm? Did you hear that? <laughs> hmm? Like, <laughs> and it's delayed, too. Like, it's enough where it's I might not, start it, to yeah, talk. You're, you're like, she oh, goes. okay, is, is it listening? And then you start, and it, hmm? Hmm? <laughs> like, she's intentionally cutting you off. It's like Shorzy. Yeah. <laughs> hmm? Hmm? <laughs> Ask you the question, and then does that. Huh? Drives me crazy. My wife finds it so funny, and I just, like, rage. Anywho. Do you use Siri a lot? I like to, yeah. Because she doesn't use her, so I, like, well, I'll use it to set a timer. I, I like Siri. Okay. But sometimes it just drives me bonkers. <laughs> you and Tiger both, apparently. Oh, the worst. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us here on Fantasy Frenzy. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. We appreciate it. As always, check out the podcast, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get them from. And uh, make sure you send a text over to Low Tide. Say hello, 1-833-401-1440. I know he will appreciate it. He's up two to, or noon to 2. Gregor's up 2 till 6. Oilers puck drop 8 o'clock down in Vegas. Thank you for tuning in for... Brandon and Donovan. I'm Connor Halley. Let's go to an update with the intern brought to you by Wilhock Beef Jerky, Alberta's best beef jerky locations in Leduc's, Bruce Grove, and West Edmonton Mall. WilhockBeefJerky.com.